Hey, what's up, guys? It's Nico from Board Stock. I just wanted to tell you guys, hey, thank you so much for your support. Really goes a long way. Sorry to interrupt the episode at the beginning. I just want to let you know if you could leave a rating and review specifically on iTunes. It really goes a long way. It really helps the channel grow. Really helps the podcast get to more people. And yeah, I love you all. Thank you so much for your support. I'm loving doing this these episodes, and so is Marcus. And yeah, please rate, review on iTunes, and love you all. Enjoy. Hey, what is going on, everybody? This is Nico, and this is Marcus, and welcome to Porch Talk, episode twenty-six. Marcus and I really just had a conversation today. Yeah, it was a really nice conversation. If you are, you know, a business-minded or, or just just someone who who's kind of a very very imaginative this will be something that'll be really great for you yeah and especially if you have an idea but you may not know how to ask the right questions or talk to someone that may know the right answers or maybe if you lack confidence in that idea yeah i mean confidence is key with portraying your idea to everybody else and getting them in the right frame of mind without further ado here is the episode are you recording right now Okay, okay, good, good. I want to pitch this to you. Okay. Imagine an amusement park. In space? In space. You know what? I don't think I can get behind that. And and here's why. You're thinking, why do I have to be in space to be amused? (laughs) Well, that and the amount of effort you'd have to put in to make an amusement park in space. I mean, wouldn't the... Wouldn't the lack of gravity? Oh, dude, fuck up the whole entire thing. Dude, dude, dude. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pitching you. I'm not pitching you to be a part of uh, the construction project. I'm not pitching you to be. Yeah, a, but to be a VC funder. But of of this. That I'm, in- I'm, no, no. Here's what I'm pitching you. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to cut you off here. No, here's what I'm pitching you, Nico. Imagine being weightless, and imagine all of the endless possible things. That can be done in a weightless environment or a, a controlled gravity environment too. To just excite and entice and just have so much fun in, in yeah, a way but, that you can never have here on Earth. I mean, maybe if you're doing something underwater, but but th- that that would be uh, that would be equally difficult in terms of uh, not certainly not equally of it, but it'd be it'd be different because you know you're underwater. Gravity still is a thing, but but just imagine like the the weightlessness, the the gravityless fun that you could have. Uh, what about the gravityless liability? <laughs> I mean, shit, dude, you're gonna you're gonna fucking send people into space. They're gonna get miscalculated, launched. They're just gonna fly away into nothingness. Oh no, no, it's it's not gonna be like that. It's uh, fucking the first prototype. Well, what do you mean? Okay, okay. So, so what I'm imagining, I'm imagining one of two things: something that's in low Earth orbit. Uh, meaning, oh, excuse me. Oh, Jesus, that was really bad. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining something that's in low Earth orbit, uh, similar to the ISS, International Space Station, or something that is, uh, far away, probably out in the asteroid belt. Um, so that's past Mars, um, in terms of like the solar system's layout. Um, but I'm just imagining just a, a massive facility. Where you can you can just take the kids, you know, like yeah, take spend, the kids out in space. You don't know how spend. that's gonna <laughs> affect your children. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll hopefully iron out a lot of those things along the way. But, How but, long of a trip would it be? Uh, how long of a stay would you have to be in space? Well, so what the, would that take on? How much of a toll will that take on your body? Right. Will they have to exercise in space depending on how long it right. takes? How long you're in space? Right. You know so, how much money will it cost? I mean, right. who wants to who wants to go on a fucking thirty million dollar fun trip to a fucking amusement park <laughs> in space? Uh, according to you, it's a amusement park of death. Like, or you if you don't exercise, I don't know. I'm just messing with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- these are these are all super important questions. Okay, but that's not what I'm what I'm talking to you about, man. Just just think about this, okay? Throw your shoulders back. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, no, no. Don't, yeah, try imagine. And, don't try and get into my frame of mind and change I, it. I'm not trying to get yes, into your you frame Yes, you are. Of mind. No, 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 no. You're using I, the power words, man. I've read yeah, the yeah. books. Just, just throw your shoulders back for a second <laughs> and really think about this. You, you're there with your friends and, and your family. Yeah. The ones that you like. Yeah. Not, not the family members you hate, obviously. And... Making relatable connections. I like it. Very <laughs> very persuasive. You are just... You're in the... Have you ever seen Ender, Ender's Game? Yeah. Movie? Yeah, the one where they yeah. blow up a bunch of ships and have a bunch of innocent people <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, man. I'm sorry. That was a good one. I bet one. you that's a fun amusement park. Yeah. You remember, Dying. You remember the game where they were like flying through like the gigantic orb? Uh, yeah, but that's were... not a... That's not an amusement park ride. That's like a... Game of oh oh you're thinking of rides yeah I'm thinking of rides that's what an amusement park is homie okay you know how uh you you'll be on a roller coaster for example and it will uh turn you upside down yes. for for a short amount of time and you get to feel like the gravity tugging on you up you're like coming out of your seat yeah imagine what the possibilities are with controlled gravity technically speaking you can even have uh some sort of ride. Where where the the all the infrastructure of the space station moves around you, you get to see, you get to see parts of the universe in different ways. We could we could create a gigantic telescope or something like that, or or even uh, shield certain parts of the glass or the the screen of the space station to let you see the universe in different wavelengths of light. For example, you could see an infrared. You could see large clusters of blue and large clusters of red and clusters of purple all in between and what you're really seeing is stars that are far far away so far away that the light from them the typical electromagnetic wave light that we see hasn't even reached us yet but just by using different filters mm-hmm. you can see all kinds of different things all right marcus i want you to imagine this <laughs> yeah yeah you're back into your early childhood where you and i and my brothers are all hanging out Mm-hmm. We both ask our our parents, "Hey, I really want to go to laser tag." Yeah. Fast forward 30 20 30 years. Yeah. Maybe even now. Yeah. Fucking laser tag in space. I know. That's where I was kind of going. Fuck amusement parks. Exactly. Laser tag in space. <laughs> exactly. And that's where I was going with the whole anti gravity. You're walking on walls. There's these pillars that you can hide behind and maneuver to from jumps and aerial yeah acrobatic movements i mean dude you can use fuck amusement parks we got laser tag you could use we got your, soccer we got sports <laughs> you could you could use your ability to uh manipulate your kinetic energy you know because we're, we're a living being in space kinetic energy is everything you use your ability to do that to to affect things that are multiple times your body weight and move them at speeds you would never be able to move them at or on Earth. you know dodgeball dodge car 
dodge a car, literally. And because it's, you know, no gravity, when you get hit with a car, it's not like you're getting hit with a car. It's just like, oof. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) oof. It really do be like that. Think, I'm, I'm glad you're you're on board with this idea now. No, no I'm not on board with the amusement park <laughs> idea, you, you dingus. It's a fucking laser park, airsoft, paintball, course, dodgeball. Mm-hmm. It's like the fucking trampoline park, but in space. Okay, okay. You're, you're thinking of all these terrestrial things, all these things that we do here on Earth. Yes. And you're thinking about putting them in space. Yeah. There's, there's a problem with this logic. It's the problem of imagination here. Do you know what you can and can't do in space? No. Have you ever been to space? No. 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 <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be in space to know what I can and can't do in space. Um, but w- w- the point that I'm trying to reach here is that all we have to do is get an astrophysicist here, okay, and ask them all kinds of questions about how people move in space, and we could think of entirely different and new games that can only be played in space like you think of i think of like quidditch with harry potter if we lived in a universe where flying brooms were a thing this is a very feasible sport now quidditch is basically like soccer but you can use your hands and yeah. you run around with like a broom between your legs yeah. which is really inconvenient <laughs> the, the, the golden snitch is just some dude who like strips down and paints his head paints his whole body in gold paint and like wears like a, Herm, a hermes little like wings on his head that, that's what the golden snitch is you, yeah. have to, you have to try to catch him while you have all a right, broom between right. your legs like you get my point like imagine we... imagine this all right oh, okay. let's think about this you know how you're talking about those filters right yeah yeah there should be a in space, of course, in a controlled environment, but the environment is ever changing through okay. a cycle of different environments. Environments meaning um, different wall patterns, different placements of walls, okay. uh, different hiding spots, stuff like that. Listen. Okay, okay, sorry. Going back sorry. to the filter idea. Yeah. You can pick between certain suits. You have a you have a dial on your body. You have a full body suit on head to toe there's a dial you can switch between light rays that you project okay the other people have filters on that can only see one light wave and they can cycle through their light waves (laughs) hide and seek with different light wave monitors and uh yeah and uh expenditures suit expenditures yeah i know, you know exactly I, mean? I know exactly what you're saying i think your listeners are getting a, with ever-changing environments or cycled environments more like and you have little flight packs so you can Ooh. so you can move efficiently through the zero gravity space okay okay and then here here here's one of the reasons why how's that for some fucking creativity dude i you just invented you just you, right now just just uh, from an idea you didn't even Trademark. think about <laughs> trademark <laughs> patent pending <laughs> you, from like not even thinking about this you just created like the next football you just created a professional sport i can see that being a thing like people like clutching onto like walls and like chairs trying to like act like an octopus and with that with and, like, that listen listen yeah, listen yeah. listen with that on these ever-changing environments yeah they also produce different light rays like the the actual physical environment, as well as the panels and the glass that's like Just, letting in. No, 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 no. The pan, yes, the panels do have their own light rays that they project. Okay, like the the, the glass shieldings mm-hmm. go like that. When you, you when you 
are near a wall that has the same light ray that you are producing, yeah, you have a 15-second timer before it switches to a random light ray on your suit. This is like this is like a child's version. So you have a 15-second sec- yeah. camouflage window. This is like an adult's version of the floor is lava. You know, like yeah. where like you got these rules and like you can't do this and you, you got to do this there. And if you fall in the lava, the only way you can get out is if someone saves you or something stupid like that. Oh, man. Th- that's that's absolutely amazing. One of the reasons that I mentioned uh, wanting to put this in either out in, in, in low Earth orbit or in the asteroid belt is because, you know, this is going to be expensive. We're going to need a lot of materials. And it would be really nice to have some sort of uh, internal combustion unit. Out, yeah. out in space near an asteroid that's just like 99% made out of oil or something like that. So you just do it, not have to worry about the uh, um, emissions too much. Yeah. You know, because uh, <clears throat> we have all kinds of different technologies to filter stuff out and things like that. But um, yeah, the trip to go into space would pay for your stay, any extracurriculars you need to keep your body's muscle mass and bone density right, right. where it needs to be. It would be like a five or four star, five star, the highest rated hotel sure. or house lodging area. Yeah. Food is made for you. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. It have to you'd have to go all out because Absolutely. with it being so expensive, like that, those be. little those those little amenities, just lodging and food. <laughs> That's like one one hundredth of the price it would actually be, you know. Definitely, like uh, in terms of the. Okay, so a lot of one of the one of the biggest humps when it comes to thinking about things being feasible, uh, people tend to think of think of these issues as too localized. They think, how, they think I am not willing to pay what it will cost to make this work for. People. I don't even. I would. I don't even have. The, one yeah. thousandth of the amount of money it absolutely would take. <laughs> yeah, this would probably take trillions of dollars oh yeah. to even especially if it's in the asteroid belt oh yeah um i don't know Group about on it we might get it cheaper <laughs> i don't know about the low earth or orbit but definitely in the asteroid belt trillions of oh yeah of dollars in wealth okay you're thinking about that wrong you have to think have about the government the crowd. no oh good god no 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 free visits no what i'm saying is you have to think about the crowd okay you have to think about um Uber would never work if it was just, like, you. Yeah. You know? Like, th- what? You think that there's just going to be a whole bunch of people just waiting to take me from where I want to go? No, no, no. It's the idea that there are millions, perhaps billions of people worldwide who could just say, well, I don't, I don't need a car. Or I don't need to bring my car. Or maybe I can go out and drink and not have to worry about things. And some person will take me home. And it will be cheaper than a taxi. I guess I should have started with taxis for the example. But the point is... uh you got to think about the crowd. You got to think about the millions, if not billions, of people who would be interested in doing this. Now, of course, if it's—I mean, if it's an—if it's that expensive, there's well, only the time. time. I'm thinking about time. Like, right. the, if if it's in the asteroid belt, for example, vast majority of the costs are going to come from getting people from Earth to the asteroid belt. Yeah. So, you know, living and and then back. Like that's yeah. the majority of the that cost. That is no. That is like. The whole cost, really. Like, like while they're actually in the space well, station, that that's going to be nothing compared well, to that the Well, that and the, the cost of suits, the suits that no, you... No, no, that's going to be nothing compared to the cost of travel, dude. Are you sure that's pretty... Let, let me put it like this. Uh, from the Earth to the moon, right now, current technology, that's like a three-week, three-and-a-half-week Oh, thing. shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. 
not only not only <laughs> like does dude. that cost a bunch of money, you're missing out on three weeks worth of paycheck. Well, I mean, you could you could do something like where uh, or, every month there's a recur, yeah. there's like another shuttle that takes off. Yeah, so yeah. like there's we get like recurring people or something like that. I don't know. Uh, we could even shift off the staff on a month to month. So basis. who would want to? But who would want to pay the money for this? Dude, 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 dude. Who would have the money to pay for this? That's something for marketing. To, that's, that's that's something for marketers. To, to, to well, let's let's think about like this. Yeah. One spaceship has to take however many people. How many people can the most the biggest spaceship hold? It depends on what we're doing on the uh, on the what, what what should we call this uh, excursion ex- extraterrestrial uh, party pad pad or something I don't know what we're well that's call the, the thing though the that's space the station. thing that's the thing but 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 yeah you could on do what we're doing. you could do like a uh, community uh, ride where everybody splits that cost evenly yeah yeah and they all have their separate bunks and such. Along those lines, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, okay. So for the moment, let's forget about the uh, let's forget about the one that that'll be out in the asteroid belt. Let's, yeah, let's, say, let's, that, do let's the... say that's like our secondary location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first location is in low Earth or orbit. So much easier. You remember yeah. the uh, the Red Bull guy? Yeah, he, uh, he jumped. Do you, know, of... do you know what he jumped from? No. They just had a plane that was capable of flying oh. flying out of the stratosphere. For, for small amounts of time, and he just you know, stepped out of it and fell to the Earth. So getting into low Earth orbit ain't too difficult, okay, with current technology. It's not too difficult, not too expensive. This is a couple hundred million dollars. Yeah, not too expensive. <laughs> look, 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 at, look at the federal budget, and you'll be like, yeah, this is nothing. Um, yeah, okay, but- okay. <laughs> Look at the federal budget of a small country, and you'll you'll still be like, eh, what's a, what's a couple hundred million dollars? We we can do that once a month. It's fine. Um, but but my point my point here is, uh, okay, so this is something that's in low Earth orbit. We can regularly ferry people. Have you ever heard of a uh, space elevator or a space bridge or something like that? I it sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about it. It's a crazy science fiction idea. Um, uh, so let me put it like this: uh, If you're in a skyscraper, for example, if you're on the highest floor of the skyscraper, you're moving faster in terms of like the orbit of the Earth. You're moving much faster than somebody who is at the bottom floor of said skyscraper, because the Earth is spinning. Yeah. And for the only the only way for everything to you know, keep you know in constant with it with itself, uh, with like the the tip of a tree is that. The tip of the tree moves faster than the base of the tree. So that idea of a skyscraper, just think of that, only scale it up until the point that it exits the atmosphere. Okay. You could have this space elevator. Uh, there would only just be a couple of uncomfortable changes in pressure. Maybe the speed of the elevator itself would be uncomfortable for a lot of people. It would be like drop zone. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. like in reverse. You know how like drop zone when you're falling? Yeah. It would feel like that, only you're going up. Um, and so then, would we strap people in with harnesses? And, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I guess I, drop zone is actually a really great example. Yeah. Just imagine drop zone. You're in a contained environment, obviously, and you don't stop going up, and it's much faster going up. Uh, we could totally do that. It's it's a very 
feasible let me let me step back it's not feasible idea it's very very costly but it's it's something that people have been thinking about for almost 100 years and it's it's a sound idea i think yeah but then you'd have to uh, calculate times when you are able to launch it because how who's going to be picking up the space elevator people coming out of it um like is there going to be a station that picks people up Oh yeah, yeah. And when, what times a day would you be able to shoot that elevator to the point where it lands at the spot where people pick it up? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, let me, let me. Or am I just not? Yeah, or am I not? Or am I not picking up on the idea? Yeah, yeah. When I say elevator, I mean like, okay, think of the skyscraper idea again. Yeah. You don't like you're you're still inside of a building when you oh you know, okay from the, okay from the okay floor to the top I get floor. you I get you I get so you so the the way to think of it maybe think of it as a cable for a second just imagine like the space station that's in low Earth orbit is connected to Earth with a cable. I know what you're so talking it's, about. It's still yep, it's, it's yep, orbiting yep, around yep, the yep. Earth. Yeah, you got it. Okay. I got you. I understand. So just imagine that center of the cable, you got this elevator. That's basically what's happening. So the elevator, you start on Earth, you get in, you go up to the space station, you get out of the elevator, you're in the station. That's what. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I got it. I got it. So that 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 gets rid of the the transportation cost. It's a lot less dangerous. You wouldn't have to worry about. I think people would be like, oh, but what about storms? Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about storms for real. Um, just because like it's only a, a phenomena. In like a certain part of the atmosphere, if that makes sense. Once you get so high up, you don't worry about storms. You just, it's just all high pressure and ice and, yeah. and cold, cold air. That's all. That's all you have to worry about. Okay, so how do you feel about this idea so far? I don't know how I feel about the space elevator thing. Uh huh. But yeah, the the alien excursion thing i don't name name and name pending yeah but patent pending patent pending sorry <laughs> sorry yeah no i i get behind it i can feel it i mean again i don't know how the someone is going to afford that other than the upper class oh, or yeah, yeah. or like a mass amount of people going up at once but yeah. i don't know how we could finesse putting every, uh, a whole bunch of people in in the elevator, depending on how big it is. I don't hey, know. Man. People from all over the world come to like those Six Flags or Cedar Point or uh, uh, Kings Island. Yeah, but that's such a low price compared to what we'd be doing. Not if people from all over the world are doing it. You know, supply and demand. Uh, the The more people who are willing to purchase something... The, the the less that it can cost. I, right. I emphasize can because yeah. decisions have to be made. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but in general, I mean, I guess the, the general logic of supply and demand is demand go up, price go down. That's true. I mean, that's still that's still going to be mad expensive. Oh, Even yeah. as the oh, price yeah. goes down, it'll be mad expensive. Here's the thing about this business. If for the first 20 years of it operating it loses money in terms of or it's in the negative meaning like in terms of the capital investment yada 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 that's that's fine i mean heck i might even venture to say like if within the first 30 40 40 years let's keep it at 40 within the first 40 years of this business if it's still you know in in the um, in the red that'd be fine if it takes 45 years for this to get in the black 
that would be amazing so because i don't i don't think you understand like this is this is amazing like just imagine what that could be for people people would love this people would oh no people would to this from all over the world people would be going insane for this but the thing is if we start this business now you're not you're telling me when we're both 65 66 67 is when we're starting to get good or when we when we're out of the oh oh, oh, well separate yourself from the institution we can make this like a corporation for example all right that's true we can have positions in the business that will be paying us salary yes that's true um and you know if we're like a majority owners we make we get most a lot of say in this but but uh essentially what i'm getting at is uh when i say like the what you're getting at is we need to start this no i mean (laughs) i I would i would love to to get a partner on this at this point this is just a fantastic idea we'd have to we'd have to have think about how many people we'd have to employ oh so many we'd have to i think we would have to employ enough people to keep our business fully staffed 12 times over yeah so that we could cycle out our employees so that you know everybody would stay as healthy as they can yeah not to mention we'd have to have a massive underwater training facility yeah not and not to mention <laughs> all of the laws and yeah uh regulations rules yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's a lot of shit <laughs> but all we have to do is just convince the right amount of people that's true that's true okay okay so to all of our listeners out there uh how long is this it's 24 minutes 24 minutes okay what we just did there, I I started with an idea that I've just been sitting on for quite a, quite a little while. It's not something that I had really had thought through too much. Most of the ideas surrounding this are ideas that other people have thought of. Other people have thought of an amusement park. Other people have thought of going to space. Other people have thought of trying to do fun things in space. Other people have thought of a um, what did I, what did I call it? I already forgot. The, the bridge the elevator space elevator thank you i didn't create anything just there technically speaking um i i this idea the 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 idea of like this space amusement park is certainly my idea patent pending um but the amusement park, dude amusement <laughs> park get that word out of your mouth amusement park everybody thinks Ferris right. wheels and roller coaster rides. You, you are absolutely center, right. Fun center, even. Uh, you are absolutely right. I what we need to do is actually come up with a new word for this. Yeah. Um. But 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 the the point I'm trying to make here to our, to our listeners is, this is what business ideation is really like. This is what uh, we do in the entrepreneurship club all the time, and this is what so many people actually do all the time. I was talking with my girlfriend. Have you heard of like the shower caddy or yeah. a business yeah, yeah, idea yeah. like that? Yeah. Just like a little little cart or a little or not cart, a little um plastic like sort of tote that you can sit somewhere in your shower to keep all of your stuff. It's easy, you don't have to like sit it on like the little ledge or whatever you have in your shower. You don't drop stuff as easy. Um so many people, I've talked with so many people in my life. I've had an aunt, my girlfriend, probably a million other people I forgot who have essentially come up with that idea. This is the process that they go through. They're like, man, just like imagine if I didn't have to do this, like if this problem didn't exist or imagine if I could do this really cool thing, but in this new different way. But one of the the number one problems is people ask themselves all these questions. Like they put up all these mental roadblocks like right in front of them, like right in their way. 
and they think, well, because I don't know anything about, you know, how to keep people fed or how much exercise someone needs to do while they're in space, because I don't know these things, this idea can't get off the ground. And they stop. But what, and here's here's the problem with that thinking. Those are the good questions. Those are the questions that, that if you're going to be successful at this business or at this idea or in, the, in that space, if you're going to be successful and you're going to be really if you're going to change something as well, it's specifically the people who actually try to answer those questions that make any kind of progress. Don't 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 let those things be roadblocks to you. Like you were you were asking some good questions. You were trying to shut me down. I appreciate yeah, it. You're right. You're right. I thoroughly appreciate it. I really mean that because that's that's the way that uh, you separate the wheat from the chaff. Now you have a better idea. Yeah. It yeah. just it makes. It makes your idea a little more stable, knowing the flaws and going about it in a uh, constructive way. Absolutely. I mean, we were just talking with a really good friend of Marcus's, and he was he was actually the person that really sparked the idea in both of us about how we how this thought process, or at least for me, it really it really stuck with me how the thought process should be and how you should always be questioning everything, whether it be business or any sort of idea. And I mean, if you can take anything from it is don't be afraid to ask questions and keep moving forward with it. Don't be discouraged because you feel like you're not capable. Find someone or learn something to make you capable. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That 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 idea of just doing something too was was something yes. that, that you mentioned. But um, yeah, yeah. So this idea, uh, like I said, of this uh, space amusement park, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, it's something that I've been mulling on for like quite a little while. But the one one of the reasons why, excuse me, one of the reasons why I never really made any progress on it and never really thought about it is, I'm just like, who is gonna want to do it? And then it just dawned on me a second while we were for a second while we were talking about it, like it doesn't matter that one person can't pay for all this. What well, what well, business works that way? And there's no business that, that works that way where one person needs to be able to pay for their stay. No, you crowdsource it. That's what that's what this is. And then once I thought about it that way, I realized that there's nothing stopping me. There's nothing stopping me from doing this. I mean, what I said about, you know, this business not needing to be in the black until, like, year 45 is totally true. I mean, like, I, I there, there are some companies, like, a, you can set up a gold mining company, for example. You're not, the actual mining operations of the business sometimes, uh, or let me rephrase, uh, the, the, what they call, like, be going into the black, meaning, like, becoming, like, a, having, having a positive balance yeah, uh, sheet for the entire business going into the black. That sometimes happens after the mine has shut down its operations. The average wow. gold mine gold mine's life is about ten years because gold deposits are fairly small. Um, which you know it's gold, so it doesn't matter. That's a small, but like the the firms that that operate these specific gold mines, they often won't become profitable firms until after all the gold 
that they own has already been dug up out of the ground. Like, when you think of it that way, what is it? What is what really matters here? What yeah. matters is that eventually all the people who, you know, really doubled down, put all 10 toes on the ground and got involved in this, what it means is that eventually they know they're going to get their money back with interest. As long as you can guarantee that to someone, as long as you can guarantee to someone that they're going to get their money back, comma, with interest, you can do anything you want to do in this world, at least in a capitalist society. But I I think think the big thing is getting people to buy into that and to really sell, for lack of a better word, your idea, your image of what not only what you can do now but what how it will benefit them in the future because i mean yeah, everybody's at, i mean everybody's looking for how it can affect them in the future you know not really right. not many investors are like oh man what's going to happen right now you know it's like where where are we going to be 5 10 15 20 65 45 years from now you know and yeah i think that's where the best, I guess, entrepreneurs lie is being able to convey their idea, their image, or their uh, their thoughts to someone to help them accomplish what they need to accomplish. I don't know exactly what to call it. Like that, uh, it, it's almost like. Uh... Like ethos, I think ethos might be the best word. I mean, you try to it's convey. It's a form of charisma. It's a yeah. form of charisma. It's a form of a persuasion. Yeah, yeah. You're you're trying to you're trying to get them to buy into a certain mindset. Yeah. Once they have bought into the certain mindset, you know they're along for the ride. Yeah. You want you want to change their frame of mind. Absolutely, absolutely. And once you do that. What you what you're doing is just kind of stick with that metaphor of changing frame of mind. What you're doing is you're kind of like, I guess you could say people are like a train. Okay, they're on they're on a railroad tracks and they're going, they're going somewhere. They're going forward. When you change someone's frame of mind, what you're doing is you're you're building new railroad tracks in a different direction, and that is now their new forward. Yeah, <clears throat> that's mean, their new forward. Yeah, and you can also think of it this way. I read that I was reading this in a uh, a book. There's this boss that uh, was talking to one of their employees, and they're like, "Yeah, I just bought this four thousand dollar painting. It's from one of the best known artists in the world. Would you like to see it?" And they're, everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Come on, show me, show me this painting." Brings them into their office. It's in a two dollar frame picture frame but it's a four thousand dollar painting it's beautiful but all the employees can look at is that ugly ass two dollar frame yeah whereas if you have a two dollar painting but you have a beautiful frame all hardwood very expensive yeah yeah nice it just changes the whole whole thought process behind that that one painting yeah you know yeah because, i absolutely see it yeah because the thing that is encompassing this work of art is beautiful in its own sense that, that that's what marketing is it's dressing yes like uh, the business is the salad marketing is the dressing 
nobody eats the salad because they like arugula arugula tastes like dirt i like arugula i do too (laughs) i like this this is the weird thing like this this is just will just like provoke all the cognitive dissidents and all of our listeners i like arugula period arugula tastes like dirt period but i don't like dirt (laughs) (laughs) does this make sense does this make sense i don't know I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. I really that's that's really the, a good way to think of it, Nico. You thank you. I appreciate that, man. Oh, no problem. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's what I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to talk about what what believing in an idea can do for you. Yeah, I think that is a beautiful way to end it we can make it a pretty short episode. I'm pretty tired. You are, yeah, I know you're tired. Yeah, man. I need to edit this and. Then get out out of here go to bed okay uh yeah that's the lesson from today everybody believe (laughs) believe in your ideas really believe in them have faith in them whatever whatever hits they take they're they're anti-fragile when they when they when they fall down and they they hit the floor real hard they bounce back up even better not only that you need to learn how to convey your idea you you need to learn how to change that frame in people's minds so you can get what you need to build that idea yeah man that was amazing nico yeah no that was a nice little episode i've been marcus i've been nico and this was porch talk thanks for listening